And we welcome you to the Monday Morning Show on WGTD. I'm Gregory Berg. It was two weeks ago tonight, that is the 26th of June, that a whole lot of Kenoshans, including yours truly and my first morning show guest today, Kristen Singer, were in front of our TV sets and or laptop computers and or our cell phones watching an exciting program from New York City, a program featuring talented music theater students from all across the country as part of something called the Jimmy Awards. And one of the participants in that, one of the 96 participants, was a young woman from Kenosha named Carly Mukula. And she was on the morning show not long ago with her teacher, Kristen Singer. And that interview aired right after the Jerry Awards in Madison, in which Carly was given the great honor of representing Wisconsin at the Jimmy Awards. We are talking today about what exciting things uh, happened with Carly McCullough, uh at the Jimmys at New York City. And uh, Kristen Singer was not with her in New York City. She was back here in little old Kenosha, <laughs> but watching along with many of us and helped uh, prepare Carly for that experience out in New York City. And I'm glad that Kristen Singer can join us for these first few minutes of today's program. We're going to hear from Carly a little bit later on. But Kristen Singer, we welcome you back to the morning show. Thank you so much. I'm really glad we can do this. For the sake of anybody who did not hear our previous conversation with you and Carly, uh, summarize, if you would, briefly, your relationship with Carly and uh, and what happened uh, uh, ahead of this trip to New York City, uh, what happened in Madison that made this trip possible. Sure. Um, well, Carly has been my student for seven years, actually a little more than that because I met her in the summer when she was um, just going into sixth grade, and I cast her as Wendy in Kaipak's Peter Pan Jr. And ever since, I've been lucky enough to have her in class as my student at Harborside Academy. But then she also began taking private lessons with me um, at RG Performing Arts, where I teach private voice. So that has been our relationship um, over the past Seven plus years. <laughs> a very close relationship. So uh, Carly, uh, along with a number of talented students from, from Kenosha, uh, was in Madison for something called the Jerry Awards. And uh, explain to our listeners uh, what happened in kind of the climactic moment at the Jerry's. Sure. So the Jerry Awards are amazing. And Chicago the musical, which I directed at Harborside, which had a lot of KUSD theater students in it, as well as Mean Girls, the musical, which Holly Stanfield directed over at Bradford. We both participated in the Jerry Awards. Carly was awarded Best Leading Actress in both Chicago and Mean Girls, which made her eligible to audition for the Jimmy Awards, which take place in New York City. So... We prepared for that. It was a grueling audition. And if you want to hear more about that, you'll have to go back and listen to the archives <laughs> and listen to our first interview. Um, but what ended up happening is that she was chosen to represent the Jerry Awards um, along with one other person. And so they sent these two amazing students out to New York City to participate in the Jimmies representing Wisconsin at um, you know, from the Jerry Awards. These names are really too closely related. <laughs> <laughs> Make things confusing, but... <laughs> Absolutely. So because of those um, awards she won for both shows here in Kenosha, um, that made her eligible to audition. And the audition was crazy and hard, and everyone there was super talented, and she was chosen and then moved on. So tell us what... Uh ensued between the Jerry Awards and the Jimmy Awards in terms of what you and Carly did to, in a sense, further her her preparation for what she was going to be doing in New York City. What, what needed to sure. be done? So, you know what? There wasn't a ton of time. So luckily, because Carly is going um, into her freshman year of college, 
she had an entire book of audition material that we had put together for all of her college auditions. And that was really, really lucky because she needed to have a bunch of songs that she could sing the entirety of um, in New York City for new judges. And we had to make sure that all of those songs were like ready to go. But the tricky part was all of the songs had to be off of an approved list. So some of the songs that we were like, yes, we're going to use this song and this song. When we asked if we could, you know, if she could bring those with her, those were not on an approved list. The list is very, the list is big, but you know, when you're picking audition material, you want to kind of stand out or pick something that's really unique. And um, so some of her songs weren't available for her to do. So then we were, just making sure that her book was full of material that she knew really well, because this was not the time to start something brand new. Um, so all pieces she knew well and could perform and especially could perform under immense pressure. Mm. So that's kind of what we had to prepare before she went to the Jimmy's. We also had to, she had to record some stuff in Madison, which I accompanied her on. Um, and they were like, sing this song, sing this song. And then she had to do a dance call that we had to record, which we did actually at the studio here in town. And um, she had a whole bunch of questions to answer. It was very involved. So there was a, there was a lot of prep work before she actually flew out to New York City. Wow. So how many songs total are we talking about that were, in effect, in the book, I mean, ready for her to go, uh, prepared uh, in case she was called upon to sing them uh, in New York City. We had four really solid choices for her when she left. And we also had a couple, I would say, so we had like maybe six total in her book, two that we thought were wild cards that we weren't, we never actually got an answer about whether they were like approved or not. So I said, just bring everything. And um, part of what happens at the Jimmy's, which I'm sure she'll talk about, is they have this coaching with, like, you know, professionals from New York City, you know, actors and actresses and, you know, teachers and producers and all that kind of stuff. So they're assigned some kind of coach out there, and that is the person that helps guide what song that she would end up competing with. So we're going to jump ahead to... Two weeks ago tonight, so this is yeah. <laughs> uh, the night of Monday, uh, June 26th, and at that point in time, uh, Carly had been in New York City uh, with all of these other talented uh, young people from all across the country participating in various workshops and master classes and auditions and so on. Explain to our listeners what happened that night. I mean, I don't mean specifically what happened to Carly, we, not yet, but just in general, mm -hmm. what what was shared uh, via this special link that you and I and many others were watching with great interest that night. Well, I could not eat that night because I was so nervous. <laughs> and I, I don't know what I was nervous about because she was so well prepared. She was having an amazing time. Um, I, you know, it's kind of like watching musical Olympics. I mean, that sounds maybe silly, but, you know, you have so much. I, you're just so proud of, you know, whoever you're watching. I'm sure this was felt all over the country with people watching this all over the place and, and cheering for the person that you know that's in it. And when it's someone, you know, who you've kind of watched grow up and, you know, there's just, it's just so high stakes. Mm -hmm. So like I couldn't eat, I was nervous. Um, and you're just waiting for this program to start. And then there's 96 of them on stage. So you're like, where is she? <laughs> you know? And you're just trying to follow. And, and I am not usually an emotional person. Um, I try to keep it together at all times, but I could, I just was like teary eyed the entire time. Every time the, all the kids would sing, I was like, Oh my gosh, why am I crying? I'm crying again. <laughs> um, there's something just so emotional about watching 
kids who are passionate about something, who have put so much effort in and who care so much, to me, it's just really inspiring. And it's why I love teaching, too, because I love watching young people discover what they love. And and that was what was just coming out of the screen was all of those kids and how passionate they were about musical theater, which is exactly how I feel too. So um, it was just kind of magical. So the first half, the first half of the program was performances. So there was really, you could just kind of like enjoy. I knew she had a solo in the Shakespeare medley that they were doing because I had spoken with her over the course of the week so I knew kind of that's, and I was waiting for that. I was like, when is it going to happen? And then, you know, you're so excited when you see her singing and in front of, like on a Broadway stage at the Minskoff, in front of this packed house of all these important people. And then knowing that people are streaming it and it was just really super exciting. Mm. So do you want me to get to the good part now? or? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, so beyond all of these performances that featured all kinds of, of uh, talented uh, young people and an interesting intermission feature that featured some of them being interviewed and kind of talking about the experience, mm-hmm. uh, we then proceed to... Uh, some dramatic announcements being made and explain what happened at that point in time. So I knew from her how this was going to work. And I knew that there were eight semifinalists. And then I knew that there were eight finalists. Um, And she had said to me before she ever left, I really just, if I can just make semifinalists, it'll be, it'll be everything. And I just wanted that for her so badly because she is so driven and so motivated. And I thought, let her just get what she wants, you know. So they started calling off names. And the first three names they called were guys. And so I was expecting them to call a fourth guy, figuring they were calling four guys and four girls, but they mixed it up. And so he start, Corbin Blue started saying... And from from the Jerry Awards, and I immediately knew. I just knew it was her. I just felt it in my soul. <laughs> and I just started crying, and I don't know. I think I was standing up, staring at the TV, and I was. I had my phone in my hand, and I was texting her mom, and her best friend was also um, was also a student of mine, and he was also at the Jimmy's with Carly's mom. And I was text. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my phone was blowing up, and I was crying, and I just, you know, it was it was such a special moment. I was so so happy for her, and to see her face on that screen, and just to know that she achieved exactly what she said i was like wow that is one driven girl (laughs) Mm. well and and life doesn't get much sweeter than that than when you want something so ferociously much and then you manage to uh, attain it to achieve it so we should clarify that uh although they they use the terminology of semifinals and finals and so on it's not like a tennis tournament where it's the semifinals and then that gets whittled down i mean uh, the semifinalists, right. that's that's where it ends for them. And then there are finalists, and those were those were eight others uh, who who went on to do something. But uh, but but nevertheless, it is an incredible achievement. And in particular, uh, in a field uh, of ninety six talented students, I mean, the cream of the crop from all across oh, the country. And I'm sure mm-hmm. as you watched this uh, this whole program, I mean, that was clearly mm-hmm. demonstrated, and of course, that makes Carly's achievement all the more significant. Oh, for sure, because, you know, as I'm watching it, as a teacher, as someone who loves to go see things, who's seen many things, and, you know, I mean, everyone that came out is like, oh, they're really good. Oh, that person's really, really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, there was kind of this list going on of like, oh, wow, this is a lot of competition, you know? And you know that I knew Carly was amazingly talented, but you're like, what What are they looking for? What do they want, you know? <laughs> and so to achieve that in such a, you know, 
highly talented pool of kids is like even more sweet. Yeah. So yeah. how long did it take before you were able to talk directly with Carly and congratulate her? Well, she actually called me during the program. So after she came off stage, the eight finalists all had to sing. And so I think she just got to be backstage and she actually called me at that point. And I didn't see it because I was like texting and talking to other people. And I was like, oh my gosh, she called me. So I, t- I called her back like as soon as the show was done. And luckily she answered. So we got to scream over the phone and cry over the phone. And, you know, it was like, I'll never forget it. Mm. It was very special. Marvelous, yeah. marvelous, marvelous. Yeah. <laughs> Before we let you go, uh, you are uh, going to be undertaking something truly exciting uh, this coming fall. Uh, explain to our listeners uh, what's happening with uh, Kristen Singer come this next school year. Sure. Well, this has kind of been in the works for a while, um, but I found out um, it was actually the the day after Memorial Day weekend, I found out, but just had to kind of keep it quiet for a little bit, um, that I will now be the theater teacher at Indian Trail High School in Kenosha. So I will be teaching all theater courses there and directing theater at Indian Trail for all of KUSD, and I'm really, really excited for that opportunity. We should also maybe make mention uh, that uh, Kenosha Unified just lost someone who has been an important part of the musical theater community and someone who is going to be very, very much missed. Tell our listeners uh, some of your memories of Bob Allen. Sure. Um, I actually was in college with Bob Allen. Um, He was there at um, UW Parkside when I was a theater student. And he was, I think he had gone back to school or was getting his theater degree a little bit later in life. And so I've known him for a very long time. Um, Not very personally, so I can't really speak on that, like, in that kind of way. But I have been in his presence for many, many, many years. And, I, you know, it's very sad to say that I I got his position. I'm coming in after Bob um, because he was retiring. And we were all so thrilled that after, you know, working so hard all these years and you know, really going through a lot of health struggles, but always persevering and really never showing any kind of strife, despite all of the hardships that he had to go through in his own personal health journey, um, that he unfortunately passed away a couple days ago. And it's such a sad you know, I know the whole community is very sad. I know KUSD theaters. I feel, you know, for all of his students who loved him so much and just wanted him to enjoy his retirement. So it is such a sad moment. Um, and I'm hoping that I haven't I haven't talked to anyone about this yet, but I'm hoping that in at Indian Trail, we can put up some sort of memorial plaque or something to honor him so that his presence is kind of always there. Mm. Um, so I will be speaking with my new principal and, you know, our department about that. And hopefully that will, you know, bring people some solace in this at this time of their grief. Right. But yeah, such a sad time. So sure. yes, I did, you know, I was taking on his job, you know, and just wishing him well as he moved into retirement. And unfortunately, this is, you know, what happened recently. So Well, the best tribute uh, of, of all uh, for Bob Allen is for you to uh, build on what he has already built and uh, and to continue the tradition of excellence, which I know that you will. Uh, in the years to come, Kristen Singer, yeah, I'm so glad excited. that we could. Yep. I'm so glad we could have this conversation, and uh, wish you very, very well in this coming school year. And uh, thanks again for being part of the morning show. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate it. You're listening to the Monday Morning Show on WGTD. I'm Gregory Berg. 
I thought home was all I'd ever want My attic all I'd ever need Now nothing feels the way it was before And I don't know how to proceed I only know I'm meant for something more I've got to know if I can be Astonishing. That song, Astonishing, sung by Carly Makula, a very, very talented young lady from Kenosha, just graduated from high school and uh, on to uh, bigger and better things. And uh, you maybe heard an interview which we did with Carly Makula uh, not too long ago. We spoke with her and with her teacher, high school teacher and private voice teacher, Kristen Singer, about something really exciting that happened with Carly uh, at something called the Jerry Awards in Madison, which gathered together talented musical theater students from all across the state of Wisconsin. And in the Jerry Awards, uh, at the very end of this night of spectacular performance, uh, there are two lucky exceptionally skilled singers uh, who are announced as those that are going to represent Wisconsin at the Jimmies, which uh, is a similar event on an even grander scale in New York City, gathering together nearly a hundred talented music theater performers, students from all across the country. And Carly was the female uh, who was selected to represent Wisconsin at at the Jimmies. And uh, what ensued then was essentially a week-long spectacular experience for her, which ended incredibly well with, as Kristen uh, described uh, in our first interview, uh, with Carly being named one of the semifinalists out of this large and uh, very formidable field of talented singers. So it was a thrilling experience uh, to watch that. Uh, uh, those of us who were able to uh, view it uh, over over the internet, and of course for Carly herself, there in person to be uh, uh, part of that had to be incredibly uh, uh, exciting. So we've invited Carly to return to the morning show to describe her experience in New York City as part of the Jimmies, and of course this marvelous honor. Uh, that uh, that she was given uh, at this big, big event. Carly McCullough, we welcome you back to The Morning Show. Hi, thank you. It's so nice to be here. Well, and thank you for making time for this conversation. And um, we've already heard from your teacher, Kristen Singer, who uh, kind of helped you prepare. Uh, but maybe we could hear a little bit about that from your perspective. I mean, once the Jimmies occurred and uh, you knew that you were on your way to New York City, uh, to represent Wisconsin in the Jerry's, then what had to happen between the Jerry's and the Jimmies? Okay, so basically we had to film kind of like an audition for the Jimmies, and you had to film a video of a song that your character sang, and then any solo song that was on an approved list, and then you had to film a dance video, a topic response video, and a monologue that could be compiled from the dialogue from your show. Um, and then you basically send that in to the Jimmies, and they will assign you based on that to whatever um, singing group you're going to be in. And then I also had to make sure all of my songs were very prepared that I brought for the possible options for coaching. And it was just a lot of mental preparing. Um, I also, <laughs> I went to the gym a lot because I knew I was going <laughs> to have to um, be really like putting in long days. We're going to be working hard during the opening number and like sweating. So I really wanted to make sure all parts of my body were very prepared. Mm. So that's kind of everything. Fantastic. And just to clarify, when you're talking about your character and your show in terms of one of the songs having mm -hmm. to align with that, 
that's because you won uh, a Jerry for something in particular that you did with Kenosha Unified. And just remind our listeners what that was. Yes. So I won a Jerry Award for uh, portraying Regina George in Mean Girls at Bradford High School. And that was my chosen character because I had the kind of the choice between that or Velma Kelly because I also won for her. But I just thought Regina was so special to me that I chose to be her. And... Um, that I was actually the first Regina George to ever go to the Jimmys, which is really oh, cool. Wow. So, yeah, that's kind of a cool little yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So how much time are we talking about between uh, the Jerry's in, in Madison and the Jimmys in New York City? Uh, are we talking about weeks? It was just over a week, I think, since I found out. I found out and then we had to start kind of preparing. We got the materials we had to start preparing. And then we filmed all of the auditions um, the day before the show, I believe. And then right after the Jerry's, it was a week from that day where I would be leaving. Wow. So uh, since, you know, you obviously knew that this was a possibility, you had that time set aside just in case. Yeah. And it's uh, I had to squeeze everything together because I would go. Um, it was the Jerry's and then it would either be I was going to ITF with uh, Trevor the Musical and Beetlejuice and if I was going to go there I was going to come back for a few days and then go to orientation so it was kind of like that that date was already blocked off but I just because I got this opportunity I couldn't pass it up so right so you were not in Indianapolis then with other students no with the show uh, Trevor yeah yeah so uh, that's uh can't do everything, so uh, so it's then you're 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 prepping for for the Jimmies. So uh, did you fly to New York City on your own, or was someone with you? I flew with my chaperone. Um, we just met kind of at the airport, and then we flew together, and then we drove to the city and everything together. But it, I wasn't with like my parents or anything. Mm-hmm. So tell us how this is laid out, this thing that we kind of call the Jimmies, uh, which is a, a lot more than just this sort of showcase performance uh, that we will ultimately talk about. But there's a whole lot more wrapped up in it. So tell us uh, kind of how that week is laid out. Okay. So um, basically on the first day, you start with introductions, you start getting to know people, and then right off the bat, you start learning music for the opening number. That's what we did. And you're seeing that music essentially for the first time at that moment. Hmm. So it's either you know these songs or you don't know them and you have to be ready to learn them right wow. away. Um, so you we start learning the opening number right away. I think we learned it in three or four hours. And then... Um, you start in the mornings, basically you would start staging it and then we would get, you got randomly assigned or not randomly assigned. You got kind of cast to a certain, um, vocal coach that was selected and these were all Broadway professionals. They were all absolutely amazing. Mm. And you got to work with them in a small group of about 10, about 10 loosely, um, and you got essentially like 30 minutes kind of at a time to work with them and they would workshop your song and you would also observe everybody else, mm. which was very, very um, helpful and it was very inspiring too to watch how other people learned and how they took their um, critiques. Um, and then after that, it's either you go back to the opening number or the closing number or whatever musical group you were assigned to because there's three different musicals numbers that you can be in. You can either be in the character uh, medleys and then you could also be in a tribute number or the musicals number. And I was in the musicals number and it was the best time. It was so much fun. So we would go, there was different blocks of rehearsals for each thing, and sometimes you would be in the big, gigantic room at Juilliard, and sometimes you'd be in a kind of a smaller space. But both of them, it was so cool how, like, everything was laid out. It mm. was very um, interesting to see. And then you would basically flip through all of those different rehearsal periods, and you would work for 12 hours. I mean, we got breaks for uh, dinner and lunch and everything, but still you'd work 
pretty much the whole day. It was amazing, though. Wow. So the days were packed with that kind of preparation. So, Very. So you're not being a tourist. You're, you're, you're being a singer, a performer mm-hmm. in intense rehearsal uh, for what was coming up then. Tell us a little bit about uh, the people who were there, because ultimately there is a field of 96 uh young performers like yourself mm-hmm. uh, from all over the country. Kind of explain, at least to whatever extent you understand, how those 96 get there. I mean, are they all from various states and so mm-hmm. on? So there are 96 nominees across 48 regions, and they it's really interesting, actually, because every awards program is very different. Mm-hmm. Um because we found out, the Jerry's found out, like we have auditions once you find out if you're a outstanding uh, lead actor or actress and you have auditions right away and you kind of don't have to wait until the award show to know because we mm. have to prepare for our song. But there's a lot of places where you don't know until the very end of the show and then they got... Um, announced at the very end of the show of their whatever their show is wherever they are yeah oh and and then only then can they start the preparation yeah exactly so you had already begun that preparation period uh because it was very possible you might be going to the jimmies yeah Wow, that is interesting. It is. So um, I know for a fact that there's two regions um, from Wisconsin that gets sense. Oh, there's one from the Jerry's, and then there's also one from around Appleton area. So there was other people from Wisconsin, which is really cool to meet. But basically, just people from all over. And there's like three in California, three different awards programs. Mm. So the bigger states kind of have more. Like there were two from Texas, I think. But it was just so cool to meet all these people. Like they were so interesting. Hmm. Well, that's a great word because, uh, I mean, a lot of times you, you, you'll hear something like, you know, everybody was really nice. And I'm sure to some extent that that's probably true. But I mean, it's even better if people are interesting. I mean, and you're maybe learning from them Mm -hmm. and so on. So go ahead. Okay. Everybody's personalities were just, they would be so unapologetically themselves. And that's what I loved so much about getting to meet all these people, because I feel like when I've at least been like nervous to go put myself out there, I kind of hide in a shell a little bit and like that's saying something because I'm a big extravagant (laughs) person and I would get scared so just seeing all these people um be so unapologetically themselves and so willing to meet other people Hmm. I was so nervous because I was so scared it was going to be like a giant competition but these people were the most welcoming uh kind amazing people it was so fun to get to meet every single one of them and there was never be a time where you weren't talking to one of them at a break it wasn't like you would sit alone at one point Mm. there would always be someone who would go up to you and be like hey come Mm. sit with us come sit with us Ah. and it was it was just so cool wonderful for those of you just joining us we're speaking with uh carly mccula from kenosha who uh just had the uh, time of her life in New York City as uh, part of something that's uh, known as the Jimmies. And this gathered, as we were just saying, 96 amazingly talented music theater students, high school students from all across the country, uh, gathered together in New York City for an intense week of of coachings and rehearsals. It culminated in a really spectacular performance involving all 96 of these performers. Uh, Carly, Talk for a moment about the coaching that you experienced. And did that feel different to you from, for instance, the coaching you had received from from Kristen? I mean, did this feel like a different kind of coaching, a different kind of interaction? You, of course, have worked with Kristen so long. You two are so incredibly close. I'm just guessing that this was a different experience to be coached by essentially a complete stranger. Yeah, it was really interesting and informative um like you said me and Kristen have been working together for so long we kind of just get each other and so it was very interesting to be able to meet a new person um my coach her name was Marianne and she was absolutely amazing she had the best energy um but it was really interesting to be coached by her because it like you said it's it's a different person so 
you almost have to just go straight into it with a complete trust mm. and they know what they're doing. I mean, mm. they're Broadway professionals. So th everything that she said, all of her critiques were so helpful. I felt like I came, I sang Get Out and Stay Out from nine to five. That was my chosen song that I got to sing. And I feel like I sang it differently from when I sang it for Broadway night at um, Bradford um, from when I sang it for uh, the adjudication. It was so interesting to how much I had changed that song and shaped that song in a matter of days because hmm. of her help. And also the pianist was so incredibly helpful. She plays for um, auditions in New York and she would write down things that I would do to help the new pianist who would play it on the days of the adjudication. Hmm. Um, and she would also just help me lay out how to do it's like vocal gymnastics mm. how to do everything in that song and it's really interesting because you have to do a two and a half ish minute cut so you're not doing the full song so you have to figure out how to ramp up to the end if you're doing something with a huge ending mm. so that was really one of my struggles was trying to figure out how to not scream in people's faces mm. but also get the where it says it's forte and fortissimo like get that effect without having to belt my face off for like half the song because I want to show different variety. Right. Very good. So it sounds like it took you on, a, on, a, on an interesting journey of kind of discovery of how best to do that. So uh, the days were filled with rehearsals. What were the evenings filled with? More rehearsals? Well, it really depended on the day. Um, most of the days were more rehearsals. We rehearse, rehearse until about 8.30 at night. Sometimes mm. we got guest speakers, which is really cool. Mm. Um, there were a bunch that came in, and they, would all, they were all very different. Um, it was really interesting to talk with all of them. And then also... We went one night to go to uh, we went to go eat at Sardi's, mm. which is very well known in the Broadway community. And then we walked to Times Square, and then we got to see our faces on a Broadway um, marquee. Wow, which was so cool on a Broadway billboard. So, uh, basically, four headshots at a time was playing up on the marquee. It was right next to the Minskoff, and you kind of each got your little five seconds of fame <laughs> up there. So it played for like seven seconds and you uh, got your pictures. Uh, um, but it was so fun because we would always cheer for the next group. And mm. it was just so surreal to be able to see your face in Times Square, like gigantic. It was mm. a, such a big billboard and it was just crazy. Um, and then after that, we walked to MJ the Musical, which we got to see because they were one of the sponsors of the Jimmys. And mm. they, oh my gosh, like mm. I can't even put into words how amazing that musical was. Wow. I did not, I, I did not research it at all. I did not know what was going to happen, if it was just going to be like straight singing or what was going to happen. And it was just a beautiful story. All of the lighting was insane. The dancing was phenomenal. The actors were so amazing. And I know that on the big program uh, that we'll talk about in a moment that there were cast members from MJ the Musical who were among sort of the presenters. And yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, so we got to meet the directors, Rich and Tone, and they were just so cool. Like, that's the only thing I can use to explain them. They were so cool. They would just walk in with their um, sunglasses and their hats on, and they'd be like, yeah, we're just really excited to be here. But it was just crazy because, like, we're excited to meet them. So it's like a starstruck kind of moment where mm. it just feels unreal. Wow. So... Finally, we get this big performance with all 96 of these uh, singers on that stage uh, doing all kinds of different things. And by the way, I feel bad that I missed the very opening uh, number. I just wasn't watching in time. What was the opening number? The opening number was basically, it's a medley of every show that's played on Broadway this year. Oh, wow. Which is so cool. Oh, my God. Um, so every show had a little a little bit in it. So um, some ones that were really fun were um, Shucked. I mm. did not know mm -hmm. any of Shucked, so that was really fun. Um, there was Aladdin. There was Parade. There was Chicago in it. Um, there was, oh, what else was in it? 
so many good songs that yeah. it, it literally every single show was featured at some point, even if it was for a line or in a harmony, mm. it was there. And so it's this giant about like seven to 10 minute number where it's 96 nominees on stage and we all get a moment to shine. Mm. There's always, everybody gets a moment, um, even if it's at the end, one of my favorite moments where everybody was in a, everybody was in different lines and we each got to walk in our line and you uh, got to do a little smile at the mm. front and then turn around. It felt like I was a raw cat because oh, I'd smile and yeah. just go back straight. Oh, it, but fantastic. it was so cool. Lovely. So cool. Wonderful. So what were your aspirations going in in terms of because there is also a slight competition element that's part of this. What were you hoping would, would happen? I mean, what were your highest hopes? Well, of course, everybody wants to be named a Jimmy Award winner. Um, I mean, it's everybody's there. Uh, everybody who's there, it's always a, a dream, obviously. But um, my hopes were really to go in, get as much information as I could that would help me in the long run, meet as many friends as I could. I mean, I'm still talking to these people every night on FaceTimes and on we have a giant group chat mm. um, and we are talking every night and we're just so glad that we found each other. Um, and I made friends for life. I got incredibly valuable information and I got taught by the best of the best. Like, mm. it is insane. And like I said, of course, everybody wants a scholarship. Everybody wants to win. But in the end, it was amazing to even be there. Um, Corbin Blue said a really amazing quote when he was about to read off everybody's name. He said, um, if you don't, if I don't call your name right now, at least you get to say it was an honor to be nominated. Mm. And that just stuck <laughs> with everybody so much because it's so true. Absolutely. I mean, it is really an honor to be there. It is, of course it is. the best week of your life. Mm. Um, you get to meet casting directors. You get to meet Broadway stars. It it was insanely amazing. And mm. I'm so grateful for every second of it. That being said... You were given what amounts to a, a cherry on top of that already <laughs> wonderful Sunday when you were named one of the eight semifinalists uh, out of that huge field. Uh, I mean, I hate this question when it gets asked at sporting events and so on, but I'm going to ask you anyway, what did it feel like to hear your name announced? Oh, God. I it It's so hard to put in words because, like, it's that moment is just I can never experience it again, I feel like. But I was not going into it expecting that I was going to get called. I just put my all out there on the days that we were being watched by everybody. And I was like, mm, well, if anything happens, it happens. And so then they were going through everybody. And I was just sitting there and I was so excited for everybody because like uh, Steven, my friend Steven, he went to ITF last year and we mm. met him. And oh. so it was so interesting that we got to be in the same space again. Oh. Um, so that was so fun. And then his name got called and I went crazy. Oh. It was so special. Mm. And just everybody in front of me, like um, Koi was the first person named a semifinalist. And he was amazing. He was in my musicals number. And just mm. everybody that you've met and worked with uh their names getting called and us celebrating them was crazy. And then he, Corbin started saying from the Jerry Wars in Madison, Wisconsin. And I was like, <gasps> it's either me or Ty. Yeah. So then I was like, oh my gosh. And then he said, Carly McCoola. And the first thing that went into my head was smile. And then it was arc because our director, Van, he all he would tell us is just arc when you walk up. We had to make an arc for everything because mm. we had little X's on the ground. So I was like, arc, arc, arc right now because <laughs> I forgot how to do everything. All I was doing was smiling. I was like, there's no way this is right. real right now. <laughs> and the support that I got from everybody was so heartwarming. I literally just started crying on the stage because it was like everything at once hit me I'm making my Broadway debut I was just named a semi-finalist and all of these people are cheering for me the best in the nation are cheering for me right which right. is just so special sure, your you peers. would never you would never like even imagine how 
amazing it felt to be up there and then be in a line with some of my closest friends that I met mm. along the group. Like um, the girl who's named right after me, Mia. She was, me and her, we were so close and we were both in the musicals number and it was just magical for us to like walk up and mm. stand together for a few minutes. It's neat to hear that this was part of what made this special was sharing it. I mean, that it wasn't just about, I'm a semifinalist, but mm-hmm. oh, I'm so happy for, for this guy and for this girl and, and so on. And it was uh, a collective joy that yes, made it. Yeah. very much. And boy, it was fun to see that radiant smile on your face. And we won't rerun the story of you calling Kristen <laughs> in the midst of this program, because mm-hmm. I know she tells us that she you know missed your call yeah. and didn't get to <laughs> talk with you until later, but I know that was a really special moment for, 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 for both of you to share. And, you know, for all that she did to help mm-hmm. you get there, I mean, it was something you should share. Um, we'll just add at the very end that you ended up sticking around New York City for a while, thanks to uh, Mother Nature and bad weather and other issues, which grounded a whole lot of flights. Uh, your mom, by that point, was in New York City. She yes. was able to come for the program. Yes. So uh, so tell us about lingering in New York City and what that felt like. Okay, so my mom and my best friend Sam, they both came to see the show. And then after, I got to see them for like an hour because we all went to the after party. And then I was like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow when we're leaving. So we go to the airport. And we're sitting there for a few hours, and we just got there early. And so everything was good, and then we got delayed once. And we were like, okay, (laughs) it's fine, it's only once. And then the plane was in the air, and my mom was like, okay, we're fine, we're fine. Um, And then we look up, it's like 30 minutes later, we're like 30 minutes to boarding. And it's like, the flight has been canceled. And it was mm. impending doom yeah, set out yeah, yeah. over everybody. It was like everybody was so upset. All of us were tired. We mm. were up until 3 o'clock in the morning the right. day before. Right. We just wanted to go home. <laughs> so um, we were just walking about the airport trying to find a hotel, trying to find places to get to the hotel. We weren't. We were going to try to stay in the city, but we ended up just staying in Jersey at this Mm. random hotel that my mom found. Um, And then the next day, we found a hotel in New York, and we were like, this is going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. My mom woke up very early in the morning to talk to United to try to get a new um, flight, and they they were like, the next next flight out, or the next flight back is um, to Madison, and it's on Friday. Mm. So we're like, well, you can't change it now. <laughs> you literally can't do anything. So we got to stick around. So the next thing we did was we went to New York City and we got a hotel. We went shopping because my baggage was already checked. So it was going to Madison or it was going wherever it was going. So that the luggage was gone, so I didn't have any clothes. I didn't mm. have any toiletries, and I didn't have any makeup, which was the worst part oh. because I looked so tired. <laughs> um, and then we went to the Shocked Theater to see if we could happen to get tickets for that night, just to see. <laughs> and we got tickets in, like, row H. Oh, wow. Of the center orchestra. And that completely boosted all of our moods. We were so excited because nobody knows what Shocked's about. We just know that it's about corn. Yeah. So we saw Shocked, and that we laughed for two and a half hours straight. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 100% what we needed after that long night mm-hmm. the night before. And we were like, oh, this is going to be fine. It's, it, we're in New York City for mm-hmm. a few extra days. I mean, there could be worse places you could get stuck. Absolutely. So then after that, we just kind of spent our days um, trying to see shows. And we went to my favorite bakery two days in a row, which ah. is Angelina Bakery. If you're ever in New York, please go there and get a <laughs> croissant. It's life-changing. Mm. Um, and it was it was honestly really fun to be able to spend some extra time with uh, the other person from my rap program, Ty, and we were already pretty close, like, going into it and through the week, but it was just really special to be able to spend some extra, like, private days yeah. with him. 
Well, and and you weren't, as we kind of said earlier, you weren't a tourist really at all no. in your time that your official time with the Jimmys. Exactly. So so this was a this is in some ways a blessing in disguise, I should think. Yep. Maybe the not without clothes and without <laughs> makeup part that's not so much. But anyway, in a lot of ways, that was something to be grateful for. Yeah, it it really was. It ended up being amazing and getting to spend some extra time with like my best friend in New York. I mean, he saw his first. Uh, Broadway show in New York just this time that he went with my mom so it was really special to be able to share some of his first with him there mm. and get to spend some extra time with my mom and with our chaperone and what was it like for your mom to uh, get to experience this with you I mean to be there for that performance <laughs> she she was talking about it so much the night that we saw each other and she was like I literally screamed. I don't scream, but I screamed when I heard your name. And she was, she told me like, um, at the end of Act One, she's like, "Oh, I can breathe now. I, it doesn't matter what she gets. I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry." And then she was not expecting my name to get called. I mean, it's crazy. And she was like, "I screamed. I don't know what I did. I think I started crying." <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh gosh," but um, it was really special to be able to see her. And we both love theater. I mean. She's been on a long journey with um, me being in theater. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, she's been driving me to theater since I was eight. So Mm -hmm. um, her being able to see my biggest dreams being lived out on that stage, I think it was really special for her. And I was really glad that she was there. Fantastic. So remind our listeners of where you're headed in the fall. I'm going to Colstra Carolina University for a BFA in musical theater. And I should think uh, you get to ride into that new chapter with a with a, an exceptional sort of energy and joy because of all that you've experienced. Exactly. Yeah. It's. I'm so excited because there was a girl actually who went to the Jimmys last year who is in my freshman class. Hmm. So it was really cool to get to bond with her over that. Um, and. I'm really excited to be able to meet everybody there because they kind of know me now, I guess, mm-hmm. because it like you've just heard through the grapevine, oh, she was at the Jimmy's. But um, people, a lot of people have like reached out to me from Coastal, which is really cool. Not even people from the musical theater program, but wow. just people who knew other people who were there that just happened to be going to Coastal. I mean, there's this girl that I almost r- was roommates with who reached out to me. She was like, I know someone there. And he mm. was a semifinalist. Wow. And um, she was like, oh, I'm going to Coastal. Just uh, I saw the show and it was so cool. So mm. that was really interesting to be able to see people who I'm going to school with, but not even essentially in musical theater or in theater, um, be able to see the Jimmys. That's really interesting. But um, I'm really excited to go there because the second I walked on that campus, I fell in love and I knew it was the place I needed to be. Um, I'm going for orientation this coming Sunday I'm leaving. Um, And I had to reschedule it because I was supposed to leave for orientation the day after I got back from New York. Oh, boy. Wow. It was kind of sad because uh, a bunch of my friends that I met already, they were like, oh, I can't wait to see you tomorrow, and we get to talk about it. And then I was like, well, I have some news. (laughs) I can't go. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really excited to be there. Wow. For a lot of good reasons. And in the meantime, we want to congratulate you again on this great honor with the Jimmies and uh, wish you only the very, very best with uh, all that's uh, stretching before you. Thank so, you so much. Carly McCoola from Kenosha, a semifinalist in the Jimmy Awards in New York City. And I'm Gregory Berg.